Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Jonathan Social Blitz. My name is Jonathan L. Dionagan and and I have a wonderful topic that we're going to discuss to you this day. So before I should discuss more, uh, please email me for Gmail users at nathanonagan.73099098 at gmail.com and for Yahoo mail users, you may also email me at jonathanagatyahoo.com for your suggestions and topics or articles that I'm going to discuss to you this day. So, without further ado, let's enjoy this podcast. Let's, let's enjoy this podcast. So, in today's topic, I'm going to discuss to you the epic battle between the culture of life versus the culture of death. So, what is, what, what are these two? What are the meaning of this? What's, what's the purpose of these doctrines that we know today? In the, according to the article of USA.inquire.net or in some sort, the American Inquirer, it states that, um, Culture of life is not just a modern phrase. We Christians, we Catholics, describe it as a way of life based upon the theological truth that human life at all stages from the cradle to the grave. From the moment conception of the natural death, I mean natural death is sacred. It is the polar opposite of a presidential notion of eliminating the undesirable and suspected people through that penalty and extrajudicial killings or EJK for short. The Christian nation in the Far East I know what this is means here in the Philippines has become too traumatized to react while being violated or being flabbergasted to set to see and feel its terror. A lot of people ask, how can we live a normal life when this uh, when this news all about killing, murders, abortion, and all types of evil things that happen here in the society today? That's something that we don't know. We don't know what to do anymore. But anyway... This is one of the worst fears in life. When one of us are involved in this so-called war on drugs, this is one of the most uh, wars, political war against the, the culture of drugs in the Philippines nowadays. So we're just gonna go first to the biblical definition of culture of life. So the bedrock is the Bible, right? The basis of the promotion of the culture of life is the word of God that never fails to tell us about the divine origins, transcendental nature and sacredness in the human person, which is very true. As reiterated by the Second Vatican Council, Second Vatican Council, the encyclical called Gaudium Spes. It states it here that man was created in the image of God, which is true. In Genesis chapter 1, verse 
Genesis has decided, excuse me, Genesis has decided to award a special dignity to man by representing himself as a wonderful made in the image of God. Here in the Philippines, we have this word, kawangis ng Diyos. We are created by God in His image. So, in His splendid, strictly scientific article, The Uniqueness of Man by Sir Julian Huxley, firmly held the opinion that the human beings appear to be a unique species or peculiaris that has evolved in its own mode in an entirely new biological system. So that's the opposite of the theological understanding of the of the culture of life. The culture of life is not only the conviction of Christians, it is also a right fought for by contemporary society evidenced by the fact that most civil or civilized governments around the planet has rejected death penalty. Here in the Philippines, there is a slight of plot twist. There are some politicians who wishes to impose or re- to return the death penalty because crime had already increased. But some of the righteous politicians claim that it is not a right solution you know why it only increases the it only increases the percentage of crime rate no it only increases the killing rate here particularly desire for efficiency the saint john paul ii while written in his 1995 encyclical evangelium vitae or gospel of life has all the times Condemn the culture of death, which encourages an idea of society excessively concerned with efficiency. Mark the word efficiency. So, I got. What are the differences between the two cultures? Okay, I'll. I gonna answer this first. We're gonna discuss first what's the meaning of the culture of life. Like I said a while ago, culture of life, it is something that we humans respected it. We nourished, we nurtured our, we made our lives sacred. We made our lives important to us. You know, that it is also said that every life Every life of a human, whether we are you are rich or poor, is equally important owing to the fact that every human being is a creation of God, which is true. Therefore, it is also believed that it is a divine hand in the creation of human race, human right, human life, right from corruption to natural death is sacred in nature. Therefore, nobody in the universe other than God himself, possesses any kind of moral right to destroy or cause harm in to one's life. In, in the opposite of it, uh, culture of death refers to 
all that seemingly immoral acts which eventually lead to damage or complete destruction of human life. In the Evangelium Vitae the and a cyclical written by St. John Paul II, it says, it says that this doctrine based upon that unwritten law which man, in the light of reason, finds in his own heart. In simple words, the doctrine of the culture of death refers to a culture that denies peace, solidarity, and fraternity, fraternity to the human society. Oh, so that's the meaning of the culture of death. Another example of this culture of death are the some of the history's worst events like the Nazi Holocaust and the Rwandan Genocide, not to mention it, uh, Pol Pot's regime in Cambodia. No? China also committed this act of genocide. Abortion is considered a, a immoral act because it kills the essence of the unborn. It kills the, the life of the unborn. So here's a big question in mind. Are we, are we um, in a, are we supporting the culture of life, or are, or, or in simple terms, in simple terms, do we support the culture of life? Do we support our pro-life advocates that they struggle every year to fight for what is right, or we are uh, supporters of the culture of death, which promotes uh immoral acts to the society you answer this question because this is important to us all what if our children of the next generation might not know what are these two cultures or what are these uh, what are the differences if we do not discuss to them so you decide you decide and Reflect, reflect on this. Uh, before we go to bed, you should reflect on this. No, whether we fight for the truth, we fight to protect the human life, or are we gonna commit sin, or we commit crime? So that's the question for today. And that. That's gonna wrap up for the another episode of Jonathan Social Blitz. Really hope you all, really hope you enjoyed it. Uh, so Jonathan Social Blitz is already available in Anchor.fm, Radio Public, Google Podcast, and Spotify. For now, maybe once it once it uploaded, I think it will uh, more than four platforms. So that's it for now. So, surprise! We have a special topic that we gotta discuss today. But this is not related to the episode, to the topic that we discussed a while ago. So, this is a bonus topic of Jonathan's Social Beats. So, in terms of entertainment, I'm going to ask you a question. For all Pixar fans that are interested, that are listening today, Do you think 
that Toy Story 5 will happen, I think, in five or six years from now. Some of the actors wouldn't be surprised that if someone who was a genius, whether he or she is a genius and has an idea of uh, creating a fifth installment in the franchise. A lot of fans are questioning that, are asking these questions whether or not there will be a Toy Story 5. You know? So, let's begin. Uh, in according to Metro.co.uk, Tom Hanks, who by the way voiced Woody, had revealed that while there's currently aren't planned for a Toy Story yet, they have it. Pixar hasn't planned this yet for Toy Story Five. He did not eliminate it. Okay. The actor who played Woody, the beloved toy, is hot on the press trail for the fourth installment of the Pixar film and had admitted he wouldn't be surprised if there was another spin around the toy box. He told Glad Bibles, saying that, well, no one is planning on it, but I wouldn't be surprised if somewhere, somewhere two and a half years from now, someone has this kernel of an idea that could become it. Planting that seeds in many fans' head that this may not be the end of the journey. I'm also a Pixar fan. I'm not gonna lie, I'm also a Pixar fan. We do respect Pixar for creating an original story next year. The upcoming Pixar movie the next year will be Onward, starring Tom Holland and Chris Pratt and all the other characters of the all of the cast of the of the said Pixar movie. It is said, none of these Toy Story movies are in schedule or they're not in a pipeline. They don't say on this date. We'll start work on the next story, Toy Story movie. They wait until someone comes up with a Toy Story idea it's worthwhile pursuing. We shouldn't jump into conclusions, but it's always nice that the lead star isn't ruling any out. Still, the legend that is Tom has some caveats. He also added that, but I think it's better that no one is anticipating that. I think there's a strength in saying this is as far as we've been able to go and we don't see anything else coming after that. Otherwise, it ends up being some inorganic approach to something that's been very, very organic. So, in my opinion, I think Toy Story 5 would be worthwhile waiting. But, that doesn't guarantee that it is impossible or not gonna not gonna premiere in the theaters anytime soon but at the same time at the same time i think 
we should be um we should not be hesitant to uh to wait for another let's say two or three or four or five years from now we shouldn't be i know um conclude yet you know and some of the producers like Jonas Rivera he was he was been in, in, interviewed by the Toronto Sun he says we have a never say never rule for what the future is going to be at Pixar huh I believe that. I believe that. Mark Nielsen also produced said added that um, we thought Toy Story 2 was a perfect ending. And then we thought that again after Toy Story 3. Rivera also added I think as filmmakers we've crafted this to be the conclusion. If there's never another one we're happy. Also, Tim Allen says that why stop at four? He was been in, uh, he was been interviewed by ET Online. He said, "Once you've gotten to four, you're passing that trilogy point." So, I don't see any reasons why they wouldn't do it. Certainly, if you ask me, I say do five. But we can't be certain that whether or not. Pixar had an intention to release a or to create a, another 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 potential sequel of the of the said franchise but we're just gonna focus more on the original stories like Disney like the movie onward there's another plan for the Pixar the soul that's the that's the title for another upcoming the Pixar films. I think next year will also be released or or two years from now. You might never know. Never say never, right? We're just gonna wait. Patiently. We're gonna wait another, let's say, five or six years from now. We should wait. So that's the bonus topic of Jonathan's Social Beats. Will there be a Toy Story 5? You yourself should decide. Uh, you yourself should be de- should decide whether or not Toy Story 5 will, will be released in the theaters soon or not gonna happen. Because I still respect, I do admire Pixar of their hard work. No. Despite there are many uh, short films and featured films in Pixar, Toy Story was the first, I repeat, the first movie in computer and using computer animation, right? The first film in Pixar history, the first computer animated film that shook worldwide and changes their perspectives in film in the entire film industry so that's the bonus topic
of the Jonathan's social beats. Really hope you enjoyed it. And another thing. See you on the next episode. Enjoy your life.